0: Hey guys, what's going on? It's your girl Q here. And today I wanted to do a monologue. And um, I actually just thought about this idea as I was brushing my teeth, uh, getting ready to go to bed very soon. Uh, Took a nap earlier today, so I'm still quite woke. And um, I wanted to start off a monologue series within this podcast. So along with me interviewing people, I will be doing monologues because I really would like to share my story, how I got here, just so people can know where I'm coming from, just so people can get a better idea of who I am. And for those of you who do know me, again, to get an understanding of how I met up with my spiritual side and uh, let's just get into it. So I want to say back in 2015 is when I started to truly discover my spiritual side. I had just gotten out of a relationship that did not last very long. It, Lasted for a month. I don't even know if you can even call that a relationship, but uh, by definition, it was to me. And um, I couldn't understand why it ended. And I started to do some investigating on myself and my ex partner at that time. And I also discovered tarot that year, and astrology. So 2015 was the year I discovered these tools, tarot and astrology. Fast forward, two years later, I got into another relationship, and it did not last very long, which then prompted me to then go back within deep within myself and examine, re-examine myself, my ex-partner at that time and the relationship. However, this time it was a little different because while I was in that relationship, I had a sudden realization that I could no longer be in that relationship for several reasons. The most prominent reasons were I was not ready to be a wife so soon. I was not ready to have children within a year or two or within a couple of months. And that is what my partner wanted. This person was older than me, a lot older than me. And I had a sudden realization a couple of weeks before we broke up that I did not want to partake in the relationship anymore. And I was quite clear, but for some reason, I met up with him to discuss whatever he wanted to discuss against my better judgment And that night, somehow, I was convinced by him to give us another try. After I had already made the decision to cut out of the relationship. So, that same night, we decided to get back together. We were intimate that night. And honestly, something in me was, I didn't feel very good about it, but I just went on ahead and, and did it anyway. And the next morning when I woke up, I definitely did not feel good about it. I felt something was off. And that was my intuition telling me that something was wrong and I may have made a mistake. But I kissed my partner goodbye. He had to go to work. And I tried to push down what I felt deep down inside. And, you know, during this time when I was, in this relationship with this particular person. I was not financially stable. I was an aspiring actress, a professional model in Los Angeles with the idea and the dream of becoming an actress, successful, knowing I can do it, very confident, And this particular relationship actually distracted me from that. And I became very, very lost in the relationship. And because of that, I was not modeling very much after I met this gentleman. And I put him first in a lot of ways. I put the relationship first in a lot of ways before I put myself first. So that tripled down to me not having the finances that I needed to even live on my own. Me and this person lived together. and I depended on him, very much codependent. And so when we got back together during this particular time that I am refer- that I'm referencing, I had no money still. I was living in an Airbnb um, that he paid for. And I remember the the day after we got back together, my phone had gotten cut off. Um, my cell phone got disconnected because I didn't pay the bill. And I text him because you know on an iPhone, when your phone goes and gets cut off, you can still text people that have an iPhone. So he has he had an iPhone. So I text him and I told him the situation. And he told me no, he's not going to pay for my phone bill. And of course, I was irate. I was hurt. I was confused. I was shocked. I was stunned. And it's definitely something I will never forget. I, I remember feeling like just the wind had been knocked out of me. And I was just in awe with myself. Like, how could I allow this to happen? How could I allow myself to be so codependent on a person that they have so much power over me that they just can take their power away and there's nothing that I can do? I felt so defeated and hurt and questioned him why I cried. Why are you doing this to me? Why are you doing this to me? But in actuality, y'all, I have to be very honest. I did something to him prior to him doing this to me. Now, I'm not saying that I deserved it. But what I'm saying is I was not innocent in the situation as I felt that I was at that time. And fast forward, I called my friends after I talked to him that he would not help me turn my phone on because I had had explained to him that I needed it to go to work. And if I don't have my phone, how can I work? I'm trying my best to get on my feet and get a job, and I need your help. So I called my friends and told them the situation, And one of my friends, she was definitely a friend, but I did not see her as a friend at that time because a friend will tell you that you're wrong. A real friend will tell you when you're wrong. And I wish that I knew that back then because maybe this person and I would still be friends to this day, but we are no longer friends, unfortunately. But we are cordial. I did reach out to her last year, um, and I wish her the very best. And then I called my other friend, and he was very sympathetic. He actually picked me up the next day because I had to move out of the Airbnb the next day. Um, Of course, I didn't have any money at the time to extend the reservation, so I had to move out the next day, and my friend was kind enough to come and pick me up and take me to his house. And uh, fast forward, you know, I fly back home to DC from Los Angeles, and I really started to delve more and more and more into Spirituality into who I was, into figuring out what I was good at so that I would never, ever, ever have to depend on a man or anyone for that matter for any monetary reasons, for any home foundation reasons. I really transformed my life and I was never the same again after that relationship in 2017. So in the summer of 2017, I'm back in D.C., and my plan was to go back to New York and continue my modeling career because that's where I made the most money, and I did. I put my mind to it. Um, Within a month, I was back in New York, and within three weeks, I found a job working as a kids' camp counselor, and then shortly after that, I started my business, Stay Ready Academy. At the time, it was called Stay Ready with Q, and I formed the business by joining a website called CoachUp.com, in which you can pretty much put yourself on the website and be a youth coach for um, ages all the way up to 20s, 30s even. So I put myself out there. I did the background check. I put myself on the website, put my pictures up, put my um, rate up for training and um, started working for myself the entire summer and did really, really well for myself. And that is when I found my purpose as a coach, as a trainer, as a mentor, as someone that guides the youth. And I did really well. I was able to quit my job at the time as a camp counselor and work for myself from July to October. Once the winter months hit, um, I had taken a job um, at a nonprofit organization. And continue to work for the nonprofit and work for myself as well. I was able to garner a connection at my job to allow me to take gym space uh, for free to train my one-on-one clients that I had in the summer at the gyms that they had um, with the nonprofit organization. So fast forward to 2019, so I had allowed myself to stay single for about a year and a half, and then I felt as though I was ready to get into another relationship, and I was—I felt that I was ready, and so I did. I went on a dating site and I met someone. And that relationship also did not last very long as well. And the relationship hurt. It hurt me. Um, Although I was not in love with any of these people that I'm discussing, what I built with them is something called a soul tie. And I'm being very candid and honest about these relationships because I want you guys, again, to understand how I got on my spiritual path. And what I realize is that in this lifetime for me currently, at this current moment, I do not feel as though a relationship is of significance right now. Now, I don't know if it is something that I will engage in in my entire lifetime or not. What I can say is that right now I am happy single and I am happy celibate until marriage. I have been celibate now, as of this recording, for 19 months, and I plan to remain celibate until I am married. Even if I have to die without getting married, I will remain celibate. It is of great importance to me to talk about this because I feel like I never have an opportunity to talk about my path and I want to talk about it so I developed the platform as I've developed all of my businesses if I'm not able to do something the way that I want to do it I will build it myself so I am here today speaking of that now after this last relationship in 2019 I realized that I made a mistake (laughs) and after going through the motions of getting over it and even though it didn't last that long, it stuck with me because again, it was a soul tie. Me and this particular person were intimate and the reason why the relationship crumbled is because I felt as though I was kept a secret and I was. I was in a secret relationship and I had no idea that I was until the very last day of the relationship. And I made it the last day of the relationship. I was also with a man who had a child and a man who told me that he was divorced, which was not true. He was actually separated and I later found out this information from his wife. And when I found out that he was indeed not divorced, he was actually legally separated, it all made sense to me why I was kept a secret. It also made sense to me why he did not introduce me to his daughter. I could not understand for the life of me why we were together for four months and he did not feel comfortable enough to introduce me to his daughter. When I am someone who works with kids, (laughs) Uh, my business is built on working with the youth and it all made sense to me after I found out that bit of information. So I broke up with him and moved forward with my life. It was difficult the first three months. I had let this man get away with so many things because I was trying to be understanding, and I thought that if I was understanding, it would work but it did not. Months went by and I still was hanging on to the regret of being with this person for months and months and months and months. I lived with the regret. With the Disappointment, not heartbreak, but disappointment, deep disappointment. And so I decided shortly after the breakup that I would be celibate and abstain from any sexual encounters and any dates for that matter. I just really close myself off, close my heart after that last relationship. I felt like a failure. I did not understand why this was happening. So again, I go back into my spirituality. I go back to astrology. I start to analyze my natal chart. And I noticed that I did not have any planets in my seventh house now for those of you who are not familiar with the seventh house the seventh house deals with relationships and partnerships one-on-one relationships marriages things of that nature i am a libra so i am ruled by venus and i am ruled by the seventh house however i do not have any planets in the seventh house i have cancer in the seventh house Cancer rules the moon, and my moon is in Gemini in the, fifth, in the fifth house. However, I do have one particular aspect in my natal chart that says that I will reject a partnership. And there is potential, though, that I will meet someone one day, but just in general, my chart says that I have moon opposition to Saturn. And as a Capricorn rising, I am ruled by the planet Saturn. So what that means is the moon, which is my seventh house of cancer, is in an opposition to Saturn, my first house, and vice versa. So that means that me, Saturn, I am in opposition to a moon, seventh house, Cancer. In simplest terms, I am in opposition to any type of relationship, whether it be marriage, one-on-one partnership, anything like that, there is an opposition in my chart. So on the day that I was born, the moon was opposite Saturn. Now, I discovered this bit of information in the summer of 2020. I got my natal chart read and... This was pointed out to me because I had asked three questions. I'd asked the, the main question that I asked was, will I ever get married? Because I was very concerned thinking about all my past relationships and how they failed and why they failed and wondering, is there any hope for me? Because even though I don't have any seventh house planets, I am a Libra. I am ruled by the seventh house and according to the reading, I've been married in past lives. So my soul and my spirit still remembers that from past lives, which makes me want to have that again in this lifetime. So I was told in this natal chart reading that I will meet a partner He cannot say if I'll get married or not, but I will meet a long-term partner. But it will be when I'm in my 40s. So when I got that information, it really took me back. It really kind of made me feel a little bit hopeless and helpless. But I will say that currently at the recording of this video, I no longer feel hopeless and helpless in the arena of love. I do think that I will meet him when I meet him. And until then, I will continue on my spiritual journey to provide wisdom, to provide my truth to provide my service under the universe through the divine that is what is important to me now things can change but that is what is important to me now now I know you guys have seen on my YouTube channel that I did something called 5MeO DMT. And when I did the 5MeO DMT, everything came full circle, including my love life. And I am definitely more than happy with the cars that I've been dealt. I understand my karma in this lifetime. I understand what I need to do in order to balance out my karma in this lifetime. And I'm doing it. I'm realizing that I have to change my vocabulary when I am speaking, when I am thinking, when I am writing. I have to speak it as if I am already doing it. Not as if I am going to do it or I am going to try to do it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this monologue. I have many more to come based on different topics. And if you guys need to get in touch with me, I will list my email address in the description to this video. And I want to say thank you to everyone who has listened to this Very lengthy monologue, but I wanted you guys to get a sense of where I'm coming from, how I got here. I got here through tumultuous relationships. I got to self-love, self-realization, self-awareness through tumultuous relationships in order to realize that I need to have a relationship with myself first before I can have one with another human being. And I am still on that path to having this relationship with myself, and I am happy, I am whole, I am free. So thank you guys so much for listening, and until next time, wishing you guys peace, love, and light. Bye for now.